Welcome to the J-Vaz Show. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, J-Vaz, and you are listening to the one and only The J-Vaz Show. Shout out to the listeners all over the world, all over the United States. We got listeners in Colombia, Japan, Cambodia, Laos, uh, Mexico, them Argentina, all over the world. We appreciate you guys tuning in. You have options and you are listening to us, so we are grateful for that. Today's show is brought to you by Premier Live Experience. We don't sell tickets, we sell experiences. Make sure you guys tune in to PremierLiveExperience.com and keep up with all the upcoming events they got going. And uh, yeah, today we are joined by Champa. Fort Worth artist will be talking about how he grew up in a family that was uh, involved in music. So he's been involved with music his whole life. We'll talk about how uh, that helped build his music career. We'll talk about, you know, his influences, you know, how the name came about, that and much more on the Jay Vass Show, baby. Let's go. Why you talking? You stuck in the gutter. I'm dripping and butter. Don't fuck with you, boy. Bloods in your banner like pumpkins and hammers. I'm something like cancer. I come to destroy. Stay far above all the bullshit around me. So fuck it. I'm catching your double. You boy. Don't go in the holes if you wonder with me. Move around and you better be fucking my boys. I made it my choice. Joining us now from Funky Town, Fort Worth, Texas. Champa, what's going on, man? What's good? What's good? Appreciate you having me on this, bitch. Hey, man, we appreciate you taking the time to joining us today, man. And I, I did say your name uh, right, did, right? Yeah, Champa. Champa, there you go. All right, yeah. We were having this discussion earlier, and I was like, ah, oh, there I go. I fucked it up in the beginning. But we good, we good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, let's jump into this interview, man. So, you're from Fort Worth, Texas. You were telling me you've been there most of your life. Um, you yeah, were also my te- entire life. I- yeah, yeah, your entire life. Um you you've told me that um you've done shows in in, Dal- in Dallas and Austin and Houston so so you've you've moved around uh as far as your music is concerned so uh for the people who might not know who Champa is man let, give us a give us a little background story you know who you are and and how you got how you got started into this uh music industry I mean bro it really ain't no like crazy backstory you know I'm a fucking suburban white kid um grew up you know in a good family you know uh me and my brother you know we've always been into like music backgrounds though like we got we got a real musical family my uncle and my cousins and all types of shit they've all been in like country bands or rock bands or whatever so like when i when we first came up you know we started i started on the guitar my brother started on the drums and my brother still be playing drums and shit he's been doing that since he was two years old but man you know we've done we've done a, we've done a little bit of everything man i used to i used to play guitar i used to be really good at it until i put it down um but you know from that we got into doing like edm production and got fl studio and started making you know dubstep and whatever the hell else we was doing and it just kind of evolved from there you know what i'm saying as the music taste evolved as like the musical interests evolved so did our musical ventures i guess yeah so so well obviously you said you you know music runs in your family uh is music something that you always knew you wanted to do or was this something that you know later on as you got uh as you got older a younger adult you decided that you know what i'm gonna follow the family's footsteps and get it going or or, or what did you want to be before music 
I mean, dude, I've, I've, I've never really like put much thought into like what I want to do. You know, uh, I'm not, I'm not that type of person that looks too far into the future. And I mean, sometimes that's bad. Sometimes it'd be biting me in the ass cause I don't plan. But at the same time, like I just be doing my shit. Like I live my life. I go through day by day, not worrying so much about what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's hard for me to, to do shit like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, see, that's, that's kind of the similar mindset that I try to go with. Like we, sometimes I feel like we get too worried about what's going to happen tomorrow that we forget, you know, about what's happening today. Uh, so, so I, I can yeah. definitely, I can definitely, you know, see what you're talking about as far, as far as that goes. So, um, talk to us, talk to us a little bit about, about your style, man. Describe your style to us. God, man. I mean, it fluctuates, you know what I'm saying? Like I've got, I've got my slow, sad shit. I've got my really, really hype shit, you know, for the most part, it's just like, man, I know this sounds cliche. Everybody fucking says you can't put me into one style. You can't put me into one fucking genre, you know, but I mean, if I had to call it anything, it would just be like a trap style but I don't be rapping about trapping and selling drugs and all that shit. Cause I ain't ever done that. Gotcha. So, so let me but, ask you this. Do you feel like music has to have a meaning behind it? Or do you just feel like music is basically for entertainment purposes? It, you know, it depends on, for me, it goes both. It depends on what I'm feeling. You know, if I'm feeling just some hype shit, then I'm just going to write or listen to some hype shit. If I'm feeling some type of way, then I will, I'll write about that. Like it's all music is a mood, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it all depends on what you in the mood for, what the listener in the mood for. Gotcha. So, uh, you, you, you know, you said your writing process depends on on the mood that you're currently in. So, uh, talk to us about your your writing process. What comes first, the beat or the lyrics, or or how oh, do you beat one hundred percent every time beat the beat. Like, so, so you know. I, I, you, you go my brain the... doesn't process lyrics without having like a um, feel or something behind it. Like I've never been good at freestyling. I've always been the type of dude to get a beat and I will listen to that beat. Like literally I'll sit at work and play that beat on repeat for the entire 10 hour day. I'll listen to that same beat for 10 hours solid until something comes to me and I'm like, Oh, this fits. And uh, then I just take off. Like it's the hardest part for me about the writing process is getting that first, that first line down to, to, I guess, concrete the subject in. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, who do you, who do you work with as far as, uh, your, your production goes as far, you know, who, who's, who's out there making your beats right now? Well, the only person for me is delusion, which is my little brother. Um, like I said, we've been doing music together a long time and ain't shit changed now. He's still, he's, he's a fucking boss with the beats. He does all my vocal engineering, um, my mixing and mastering, all that shit. You know, he's the one that makes my shit sound good. I just know how to write lyrics and record. And he's, he's a fucking wizard when it comes to everything else. See, that's fucking dope. So like music literally runs in the family, like legit, legit. Like your brother. Oh yeah, bro. Like. Yeah, one hundred percent. My like I said, my uncles and cousins and shit, and before they've all played in fairly successful, you know, rock and country bands and shit. We just didn't take that that path. 
Gotcha, man. We're still taking the music path, but not the not you know the country, the not traditional the country. type shit that they do. So so why hip hop? What, what what drew you into hip hop? I mean, I've been listening to you know small amounts of hip hop ever since I was a kid. Um, first hip hop I can remember listening to was like Fifty Cent. Like when I was, you know, what I'm 20, I'm 24 now, so I was I was young as shit back then. Whenever I started listening to that, but I don't know, hip hop never really resonated with me to a hardcore extent until I turned like 18, got out of high school and shit, and I discovered like Ritz, Tech Nine, Strange Music, and all that shit, and it opened my eyes to a whole new world of hip hop. You know, I wasn't seeing just the money pussy pal you know what i'm saying like yeah. i wasn't seeing all it was it was different shit so i mean it opened my eyes to a whole new world and i guess just enabled you know unlocked a new part of my brain so so you coming from you know you say you started you know you got into hip-hop listen to 50 cent tech nine you mentioned some some real good names how do you how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop how do you feel about the mumble rapping and things things of that nature oh man this uh I mean, it's a weird subject because, like, if if you would have asked me this, like, two years ago, I would have told you, oh, fuck mumble rap, fuck all that shit, fuck, you know what I'm saying? But now that I've had some time to, to listen to all this shit and take in what it means to be a hip-hop artist, like, I don't know, I don't feel like, I feel like, you know, people that you consider, when you talk about mumble rap, you think of things like Lil Uzi Vert, fucking like 21 Savage and yeah. all that shit. So uh, they, they're just doing their own thing. You know what I'm saying? And they they don't do this to to be like a hip hop artist. They're doing this to turn the fuck up and entertain people. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, to to an extent, I don't even consider that a part of the hip hop culture whenever you think about you know like old school hip hop culture the music and the, the vibes the feelings and all that shit it's just it's not the same this is turn up music this is essentially new age EDM gotcha music to fucking dance and rage and bang your head to and shit like that and I mean that's that's kind of the route that I follow in my shows like whenever I do a show it's like full energy slam shit kill the person next to you type you know what i'm saying like it's just it's hard bro yeah. fast paced super energetic and you know when i do shows i'm not necessarily doing it to appease a hip-hop crowd i'm trying i'm trying to turn up trying to have a good time I'm trying yeah. to get people bouncing yeah for real yeah yeah so um obviously you, you said you know you you got introduced into tech nine 50 cent uh, who are your influences in this in this industry, uh, or or just in music in general? It doesn't have to be hip hop. Uh, talk to us about your influences in, in the game. Man, I mean, right now, my probably my biggest influence to start writing lyrics and all that shit would be Ritz. Like, my homeboy Kendall showed me Ritz. You know, when I was hanging out with my boy D Nice and all that shit, and my my boy Kendall gave me a sampler CD from strange music. And he showed me this dude named Ritz. And ever since then, it's just been sparking, you know, I've, I've 
looked at all different kinds of fucking hip hop music. But yeah, if I had to, if I had to say one, it'd definitely be Ritz. Ritz is is that also your favorite artist? Yeah, sometimes my favorite artist fluctuates too, depending on the day. Like right now, my fucking my favorite artist right now would be Suicide Boys. One hundred percent, dude. That's like the the shit I jam every single day. Suicide Boys, I, I is that hip hop or 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 what style of music? Is it's, that? I mean, it's it's trap, like it's fucking hype shit. Dang. It is hip hop, but yeah, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I don't think I ever heard of Suicide Boys, but. I'm I'm one of them people that get stuck in a little circle of music. <laughs> it's hard for me to yeah, 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 branch yeah. out. Yeah, it's hard for me to branch out to other to other styles of music. So it's um so uh talking about Ritz, talking about Suicide Boys and, and the music you grew up listening. Um what are who are some of the artists that you would like to work with in, in any, you know, in the upcoming future? Oh shit. Like, I mean, if you mean like near future, I've got, I've got plans for like the near future. And then I've got my goals for like, eventually that I want to do. Like, I mean, I don't know. Talk to us about both. Let's go. (laughs) Really? Like, dude, I fucking, I really only like making music with people that I fuck with on a personal level. Like I'm not, I'm not a big fan of just like gathering collabs online and in, like working with all these artists i'd rather vibe with somebody who's a homie of mine like ashes or my brother and you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah i don't know i lost my train i lost my train of thought <laughs> it's all good it's all good <laughs> um so try to try, try to hopefully get you back on track on here uh what's your favorite track of all time my favorite track of all time yeah Man, these are super specific ass questions with like, man, these, these <laughs> questions you be asking got like 900 answers and shit. Give them to me. Give man. them to me. Oh, no, that's hard, bro. That's a real hard one to pick. Memoirs of a Gorilla by Suicide Boys is always on repeat. Uh, Switch Lanes by Ritz is always on repeat. Or let okay, me- Michael Myers Mask. Or let me ask you this to try to make it easier on you. If there's one track that would describe you as as an artist or you as a person, what track would it be that you're like, that's me right there? You mean like one of my songs or one of like somebody else's? One, one, of, one of your songs. You know, for like the people that yeah, prob- the, the people that are listening so they can go to that track and be like, okay, this this is who this is who he is, this is who Chopper is. Man, I'm gonna have to say my new or not not the newest one, but the one right before that. A song's called No More Peace Features. Um, it was produced by my brother, Delusion, and we performed it a couple of times and that song just goes dumb ham, bro. No more free features. I yes, reinvented I-, I reinvented my whole image, like did a whole rebrand and all that shit. And with the new name, the new image, I took off almost all of my old music except for my first album and redid it all. And No More Free Features is like, I guess, the debut of that. The first thing I had released since I changed the name and changed the image and changed the style and all that shit. So so let's talk about that. What what made you change or what made you rebrand? 
uh, you know, the name you were telling me about the name earlier, but but for the listeners, talk to us about what what came about that. Like, why did you change the name? Why did you decide to change the style? And how we got where we're at now? Well, the main thing with the name was that there's another artist already called Champa, C H O M P A, which is what my name was originally. Um, I mean, he's not even a hip hop artist, but he's a, he's an EDM artist out of like, uh, Mexico or Brazil or some shit like that. So I knew that I, I wasn't going to be able to keep the name because of the trademark issues. And I went on Facebook and I asked, you know, the people who listen to my music, which I'll think of me changing my name. And almost everybody was like, fuck, no, do not do it. Don't do it. So you know, I, I had to do something because I'm not going to try to deal with that trademark issue. So the best thing I could think to do was just keep the same, the spelling and, you know, keep the same name essentially, but just do the hieroglyphic type shit and put the X's in there. And I mean, that, that was just an opportunity for me to totally reinvent my style and hopefully try something different. So what, what, what style of music were you making or what's the difference in, in your music from Chamba. I guess the, the biggest difference, the biggest difference in now and then, then I was, I was doing like, um, more, I guess like boom bap style or more softer style beats and doing like chopper rap, um, spitting those really fast syllables and shit like that. And I guess now I've really slowed down on the chopper things and I have not focusing so much on the technicalities of it. I'm more focusing on the rhythm and the hype, the turn up, you know what I'm saying? It's just a shift in focus. So would you say you're, you're enjoying making music more now because of that? Cause you know, the focus on, on the it, style it's music? about the same, you know, I've, I've always loved making music. It's, it's no, it's not more fun now than it was then. It's always going to be fun. Gotcha, man. So, so you were telling me you've traveled before shows in Houston. You told me Dallas, Austin, um, you have any crazy stories from these shows? Anything that, that was just, you know, wild to you? Honestly, like, not really. Because, I mean, I'm I'm not the type that, that goes to a show and gets fucked up and, you know, does these, this crazy shit. When, most of the time when I go to a show, I don't drink at all. You know, I just be outside smoking or whatever, but... No, nah, dude, I, I come to get my shit done, and a lot of the time I got work the next morning, so I, I, I fucking perform, and I'll hang out for a little bit, kick it with the fans for a minute, and then I bounce, you know? I go home, I go to bed, wake up for the next day. Yeah, yeah, see, I respect that. I respect that. We, we've gone to a couple of events when we've seen people get on stage half-ass drunk, and it's just kind of like, like, come on, bro, like, you're supposed to, you know, you want people to take you serious. You can't be out here looking like a fool, you know? Right, um, right. Yeah, so I respect that, man. Um, so we, I mean, me, me and my we we can't be like I mean we gotta we got an image to uphold. You feel me? Yeah, I ain't definitely. trying to be up there acting an ass and killing my name all for some alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. She I has... like the taste of alcohol in the first place, but I just I ain't trying to look stupid on stage. I'm trying to essentially I'm there to work. Like I'm not I'm I'm there to fucking to promote myself. Yes. And I'm not trying to promote myself as a fucking dummy. Yes, man. See, that's that's the conversation I was having with my people the other day. 
like I said, we went to a couple of events. We do the media side of things. We do the videos. We do the photography. And and I was telling them, I said, it's sad that some of these people are talented, but you don't get a chance to see it. Like, you know, you get in your car, you play their music, you hear their music, and you're like, wow, it's nice. But then you see them on stage, and, and they're out of character because either, you know, they've been drinking too much or, or, or they're just too fucked up to where they can't perform. And, and, and it's, it's killing their brand because, again, you're presenting, you're, you're, like you said, you're working. And you're not putting, you know, your best work out there. And if you're an independent artist, you know, an up and coming artist trying to get your name out there, it's not a good, it's not a good look. Definitely not a good look. Um, nah. And I mean, there's a difference between having a couple of drinks before the show to, to relieve some anxiety and, you know, just totally getting trashed. Cause it's definitely possible, you know, to show up, have a couple of beers just to relieve the fucking tension and the stress and shit. Cause I know motherfuckers that are able to do that. Even I'm able to do that. Like if I need a beer before the show, I'm perfectly capable of going to the bar and having one beer. I haven't even been, damn, the last time I probably got drunk, I was 22, 21 or 22. So years ago, man, that's props to you, man. Cause you, like I say, you're still young, 24. And usually this is, this is prime time. <laughs> this is when people are out there getting drunk and shit. So, so props to you for, you know, for being able to present yourself professionally and putting your work first before, before you know, pleasure. I guess you can say before having fun. Um, Hell yeah. So, so let me ask you this: you, you know, you were telling us the story of how you changed your name. You went to social media and, and got people's reactions. Um, how else do you interact with fans? Like, because we've had people that they're like, yeah, they get a little crazy. Like, you know, even though we're independent artists, they show up to the shows and then and. They, they, they get to acting a little crazy. So, so how do you interact with your fans uh, besides social media? Shit. So, I mean, a lot of the time, social media is it. I don't ever come out the house. <laughs> <laughs> My life, bro, like... I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the I'm not the type of motherfucker to go out on the weekends and get fucked up. So yeah, you know, I stay at the house and hang out with my girl, or I'm in the studio, or you know, I'm doing something either productive or non-productive. But I I don't, I don't be out there getting drunk and socializing and shit like that. Um, I've, since I've you know, it didn't used to be like this, but. I've got a lot of anxiety now. And I mean, like, I don't know what it is, dude. I just, I get in crowds and shit and it's hard for me to talk. It's hard for me to socialize and shit. So a lot of the time I just be in the house. Gotcha, man. Be um, on the phone chatting with people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. I see you're pretty active on Facebook. I see, I see that. So th that's why I was like, okay, well maybe he'd be fucking with these people out outside of Facebook. So, um, talk, uh, you know, still talking about social media, but in the, in the aspect of back in the day when, when I was 24, which it sounds crazy, but it, is, it hasn't been that long, but it's been a while. Um, right. You know, social media was, um, was barely getting, you know, getting its, I think Facebook was barely coming out there and shit like that. Uh, damn, was I, I, don't, I don't think I'm that old, but you, you get it. My, MySpace days. <laughs> MySpace, yes. MySpace was in its prime. And when artists were trying to put their music out, it was a little bit of MySpace, but it was mostly you had to go to events, you know, give promo uh, demo CDs and flyers and, and things of that nature. So as far as now you have SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, how do you feel that has helped the independent artist? Um, do you feel it's, it's, um, 
it helped it or has it hurt the industry, uh, social media and the way people use it to, to promote their music? See, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to answer that question because I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't around at all for the days of CD pushing and flyering and all that shit. Like whenever I first started, the internet was, was popping already that, you know, people were using the internet and already putting their music out on the internet. So, I mean, I really, I don't know anything else. It's hard, it's hard for me to answer that question because I gotcha. never did that. And I mean, even now, like I've got people who, who play the same shows as I do. They try this shit. They try, you know, flyering and the CD pushing and all this shit. And it, I mean, it just don't work. It don't. It don't, bro. That, that's that's why I was asking. Cause it's, uh, it's t- times is different. Motherfuckers are not listening to CDs anymore. If motherfuckers are buying CDs, then that CD is getting signed and going on a shelf. You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever gonna listen to the CD. They're gonna buy your CD and then take it home and listen to you on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Or iTunes or whatever, whatever you got. And see, yeah, the, the reason I was asking that question, because we were just at South by Southwest this past weekend, and we saw I was telling I was telling my girl, I was like, look, people people wasting their money on these flyers and demo CDs. And that's all you saw on the streets, flyers and broken CDs. Oh yeah. Motherfuckers in South by Southwest get handed a demo CD and throw it away. Like immediately (laughs) don't even wait to find a trash can. Like, Oh fuck. Nope. Got me fucked up. Ain't gonna happen, bro. (laughs) Like a Frisbee. Yeah, man. And, um, so yeah, that's why I was asking. I was like, it's, it's crazy how it's changed. Cause back then, you know, if you were walking around and somebody gave you a CD, you're like, well, shit, I'm gonna check it out. But now it's like, man, what's your Instagram handle? I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it from there. Find you on Instagram and I'll eventually yeah, find dead ass. <laughs> You better off printing all your fucking social media handles and links and shit on a card and handing them out. Yeah. That's, that's your best bet with a damn, uh, scanning, scanning code thing they have now. QC code. Yeah, one of those QR, what yeah. QC codes or whatever the fuck it is. It might be QR shit. I don't know. You might be right. So, man, um, so talk to us about your current project. You said it was a track that came out on SoundCloud on somebody else's account. T- talk to us about that track. Yeah, but my homeboy Justin from Scumbag Magazine, shout out to him. Um, he do he be doing exclusive releases and hosting tracks on his platform for his fans. And I mean, it's cool as shit. He's got a he's got a good platform, but. Uh, he released a song called Demons, produced by my brother Delusion, featuring my brother's alter ego, Lil Bog, and my boy Ashes. And I mean, it, it's I mean, it's definitely like a sad track. It's definitely like a, a track for the people that are down on themselves. But it's just it's balls to the wall crazy. Like it's it's energetic. It's it's um cry it out and punch somebody in the face type shit gotcha man so so so, something that caught my attention man and we don't have to go into detail about this but uh i've had two two other uh people on the podcast before and and they were dealing with the same thing uh your anxiety does writing music and and things like that help you um you know help you with anxiety or or how does that work because i'm ignorant when it comes to it man because i've never dealt with it and i've never had anybody close to me dealing with that but um, if, if you don't mind, like, how does that come about and how does music help you? See, I mean, honestly, for me, music doesn't help. I just, music is a way for me to get those feelings out, I guess, and not have to, not have to have it on my chest. So, I mean, in a way it does help, but music never relieves it. Like, you know, for me, 
I'm not an anxious person at heart. Like if I'm around my friends, my family, people that I know, and you know, if I'm introduced to somebody, I'm okay. But you get me in a crowd of people I don't know and I become super, super standoffish. It's really, really hard for me to talk, hard for me to think. And I mean, it just, it totally clouds your fucking brain. Just for, for me, it clouds my brain. It makes me unable to think. I can't think about what I'm going to say. I can't think about what I'm going to do. So I'd literally just stand there. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause like I said, you know, we've had people talk to us about it and, and, and it's, it's something that, that it's interesting to me. Cause like I said, I've never dealt with it. And it's like, I, I wonder how people deal with it, man. Cause it's, you always hear these stories and it's like, man, it's, there's gotta be a way for, you know, easier for them. But, but again, I'm ignorant to it, man. So I, I'm not really too familiar with, with yeah. how, how it, you know, how it happens and, and how people control well, realistically, it. you probably have dealt with it in minor shits, you know, cause I mean, anytime, anytime you get nervous, anytime, you know, something like that happens, it's, it's a, you know, it's a small form of anxiety. You still anxious, Gotcha. but it's just, uh, it, it just be on a different level sometimes. And sometimes it's random. Sometimes, you know, certain things trigger it. Like with me, it's being in crowds and shit with my homeboys. It's, you know, it may be something different. It affects everybody different. So let me ask you this, because um, this happened to me this past weekend. We were at a brewery, and it seemed like we were having a good time. Like I was, I was enjoying myself, and then out of the blue, I just felt like I needed to get out of there. Would, would that be something like that? Because I told my girl, I was like, "Let's go." Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially the same thing. You know, it's just a shift in your brain, and your brain just fucking tells you, like, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm done with this shit." Yeah. Well, see, see, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, because I, I mean, like I said, we're having it, a good time. I mean, time. it could definitely be the same type of shit. You know, I can't attest to what you felt, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What I feel is essentially, essentially the same thing. Could be somewhere where, you know, I got people that I love all around me, and then I, I, I just don't feel it anymore. Yes, yes. Like, boom, I don't feel it. I'm done. I want to go home. I want to lay in my bed. I don't want to do shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's basically how I felt Sunday. I was like, man, I'm like, let's go. I'm done. She's like, why? What's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I just, I'm done. Like, like, let's let's get out of here. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like, I feel like everybody deals with it, even if they re- if they realize it or not. Some people just are better uh, controlling it, and then some people just don't have it under control at all. Gotcha, man. And with me, like, I'm lucky. I'm I, I do have it under control, and I can, you know avoid it to an extent but just sometimes it jumps out ain't nothing you can do yeah yeah well shit um let me ask you this man let's 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 get here uh talk about music you were telling us about uh you were talking to us about your goals how you had you know long-term goals as far who to work with but as far as your music period what what's your goals for 2019 and moving forward man moving forward really is just get my numbers up dude like i'm trying to i got people all around me who are trying to get me playing shows in like oklahoma and new mexico and shit around here trying to get my name out and i'm not necessarily trying to do it like that i'm trying to build up like have a steady release of music and release of projects and shit and build up my numbers and my presence online and around here in the local dfw area so i mean yeah I don't know. It's it's hard for me to say. I just like I said, I'd be doing my thing. It's hard for me to plan. Yeah, hard. I yeah, live, yeah, live one did, day at a time. You didn't mention that to me. I have it here on my notes, but it was part of the question, so I was like, I gotta ask. 
Um, so, man, uh, wh- where can people find you and where can people find your music? Everywhere at C-H-X-X-M-P-A. C-H-X-X-M-P-A. Literally everywhere. I went, whenever I changed my name and did all that shit, I looked, I went to every website and was like, all right, is this available? Is this available? Is this available? <laughs> Bet. It's, it's available everywhere. That's what I'm going to fucking do. Cause like before, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't get the at Champa handle. So I had to do at the real Champa. And I felt like such a douchebag doing that. Cause like, ain't nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ain't nobody's trying to copy and be the fake Champa. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it, it just, it felt, it felt better to just have the at my name at everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the real, <laughs> right. Or the official to see at Champa instead of at the real douchebag. <laughs> the the official Champa. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well shit. Um once again, man, is there is there any last minute shout outs, anything you want to tell the fans before before we let you go? Man, shout out my brother, Delusion, always holding it down. Um shout out the Sit Gang. Shout out my boy Ashes and all the Deep State crew. Um Shout out my girl. Shout out my parents for always supporting me. And shout out to everybody who listened. Uh, shit, big shout out to Lorenzo from fucking Premier Live. Definitely. That's my boy. Definitely, man. Um, and on a note, I want to touch on something you said, man. It's very important to have family support no matter what you're doing. Um, I've always been blessed to have, you know, my, my parents support me on everything. So when I hear young artists say the same thing, it's like, yes. Like it's it's good to understand that it's very it's key to have that support you know starting from home, uh, no matter if you're doing music. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it really it lights a fire under you. It, it motivates you so much more than just having you know your friends telling you it's dope because you know your friends are the first people who are gonna lie to you, even if it's whack. I feel like my parents have always been super honest with me and they're they're always willing to lend advice and help me out anytime i need they're super supportive especially my dad like my mom my mom is really really supportive of me too but my dad takes support of this music shit to like a whole new level my dad has dumped probably thousands of dollars just helping us you know do shit and yeah yeah it's it's really it's really nice to have that yeah, and like I said, it's 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 a good feeling, man, and it's definitely important. So so yeah, man, all power to you, man. Keep doing your thing. Uh, once again, we appreciate you taking the time to talking to us. Um, you know, keep us updated. Sure, with I any, appreciate you guys too, man. Yeah, man, keep us updated with any any new music you got coming out. We will feature your music on on our Friday episode, The Underdog, uh, which brings light to all the independent and up and coming artists as well, man. And uh, once again. Thank you so much, man. Uh, best of luck to you. Keep doing your thing. Make 2019 your bitch. All day, j I appreciate you, homie. I do what I want and you deal with it, bitch. Put my heart on the pages till ain't nothing left to make love, so I'm really in it. Stepping outside of my zone just to show all you cons that you don't got to live with this shit. I'm a goddamn example for all of the spitters. It's over the end and you deal with this shit. I'm alive on the side of you riding like rappers. I bite like red whites in a pool of your blood. Spitting on me, got me sick in my teeth. I'ma eat what I eat when I'm cool and I'm done. I'm better than ever. I level your head with a shovel. I laugh like a ghoul in the shrubs. So raising the curve for serving my purpose. I learn and rehearse how I'm moving. Yeah, shout out to the boy Chopper out there that fuck town fort worth texas he just dropped this new single called no more free 
features. That's what you were hearing in the intro and the outro of the interview. So make sure you guys check that out on iTunes, Spotify, all the streaming services. And uh, make sure you guys give him a follow. All the links are on the subscription uh, on the description of the podcast. Uh, also, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at The JVAS Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com. You can keep up with all the upcoming events. And if you are an independent artist and would like to submit your music for our episode, The Underdog, make sure you do so to artists at thejvazshow.com. And uh, this does it for us. Uh, once again, make sure you guys tune in every Monday, every Wednesday. On Monday, we have Music Mondays. We do interviews with artists. On Wednesdays, we have social topics. We'll be talking about different things going on in our society. We'll be having discussions amongst each other, amongst, amongst the group, the J Show crew. And then we'll be also getting other people involved as well. And then you can tune in every Friday. On Fridays, we have The Underdog, where we feature music from all independent and up-and-coming artists. So once again, this is it. I am J Vaz. It's been a pleasure. And you are listening to The J Vaz Show. Baby, let's go. But you don't